Unleash the power of goal setting to achieve your vision. The next success principle by Jack Canfield. Hello and welcome to the Unlocked Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Locke, professional speaker, magician and confidence coach. And quite simply, Unlocked is a journal of self-improvement. I'm talking to the experts, authors and successful people from around the world, as well as sharing my mishaps and magical adventures in my own life too, to unlock the best version of ourselves. My aim is to give you some insight and inspiration so you can unlock the best version of yourself too. Now, if this sounds like your cup of tea, then hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Wednesday. Now, relax and enjoy the show. The greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it is too low and we reach it. Michelangelo, one of the greatest artists of all time. Now, welcome to the mini-series where I review the success principles by Jack Canfield. Firstly, if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes in this series, then go back and listen to them. They're only short episodes, but episode 53, 55, 60 and 77 are the ones that will help you get to this point in this episode. Uh, And all those episodes will help you understand how to take responsibility for your life. We talk about the rule of five, which is great for this episode as well, actually, but also how to be clear on why you're here and how to decide what you want in life. Now, in those previous episodes, we have discovered our life purpose and we've started to unravel a bit of a vision for the success that we want in all of the areas of our life, such as relationships, finance, spiritual well-being, money, those kinds of things. And now it's all about taking the right steps to make that vision become a reality. Now, in the book, Jack describes why many people don't actually achieve their goals. And the reason is because that they didn't turn their visions into a set of specific goals. So, for example, on the last episode, in episode 77, Decide on What You Want, you probably sat down and you started to write down in your journal, in your notebooks, all of the areas of your life, such as your career, uh, finances, relationships, free time, spiritual well-being. You might have started to get a bit of a vision of the life that you actually want. Now, what we need to start thinking about in this area is about how do we make those steps more specific and measurable? Okay, so like Jack says, um, until that we can write specific and measurable goals, our visions will be too vague. A great example of this would be if you were down the pub with someone and they said, yeah, I think I want to buy a brand new phone. Great. That's a little bit vague, right? So we need to specify exactly, oh, what kind of phone is it? Uh, What size? How old is it? What memory? What functions is it? Has it got the latest technology on it? Now, that's the emphasis that we need to put on our goals. It's that simple. But without that specific written goal, then our chance of success is significantly reduced. So with this principle being reviewed in this episode, hopefully it will be able to help you understand and identify and create a bit of clarity of some of the specifics needed to make your goals or to make your vision become a reality. Now, firstly, I want to share something that was really interesting that is written in the workbook of the success principles. And it's based on some research by Dr. Gail Matthews of the Dominican University and Dr. Stephen Krauss from Harvard. Now, they both um, did some research together to identify ways to increase the odds of reaching goals. And they wanted to test the premise that people who write down specific goals for their future are more likely to be successful than people who either have unwritten goals or no goals at all. 
During their research, they recruited 267 participants from a variety of different businesses and organizations, and they asked them to set a business-related goals for themselves for an upcoming four-week period. Now, during this, the participants were then randomly assigned to one of five groups, and each group was instructed to use one or more of the following supportive activities. The first group was to simply think about their goals. Group two, write down your goals. Number one, simply think about your goals. Number two, write down your goals. Number three, make a list of actions you commit to taking towards your goals. Number four, send the list of the goals and the actions to a supportive friend. And five, send a weekly progress report of your results to a supportive friend. The first group was told to do only the first item, which was to think about their goals. For each of the remaining groups, the researchers added one additional type of support until the final group, which was group five, they were told to apply all five. So to give you an example, so group one was just told literally just to think about their goals during this research period. Uh, group two to three was asked to think about goals and also write them down. And then, as I've just said, group five was told to think about them, write down goals, share with a friend and do the weekly progress report to a friend as well for a bit of accountability. Now, there's a great table that's in the actual uh, in, in the workbook that shows the results that each group obtained. And I'll read this out to you. It's what we call the success rate. And the success rate indicates the percentage of goals reached by each group at the end of the study. Group one, who was only told to think about their goals, their success rate was only 43%. Group two to three, who was asked to think about the goals and to write down the goals, achieved 56%. Group four, who was asked to think about goals, write down goals and share with a friend, achieved 64%. But group five, as you can probably imagine and uh, assume, they were told to think about goals, write down their goals, share with a friend and do the weekly progress report to a friend for accountability. And the success rate was 76%, which this research provides substantial evidence that in addition to just thinking about your goals, three best practices will help ensure you reach your goals. In fact, when you do these three things, in addition to taking action on your goals, your chance of success is much, much higher. So this is it. So number one, those three best practices is to write down your goal. This, As Jack says in the book, this is a must. This has to be somewhere. Later on, I'm going to talk about some top tips in the Make a Habit worksheet. So this has to be a must. So write it down, stick it. Uh, for me, it's right in front of my office. I've got it on a, I've actually got it next to my bedside table as well. I know how sad am I. I'll explain that later on because that's also with the next principle about affirmations. And I've actually achieved three out of the four of those goals in just a short space month. So we'll, we'll talk about that on the next episode. But yeah, make sure that you've got it written down somewhere that you can uh, that you can also see. Um, so, for example, you might want to say um, you want to make more money next year. Again, that doesn't specify how much more that you want or precisely by when. So you want to make it a specific version. So it could be I will um, I will increase my income to. £50,000 by the 3rd of January 2025, <laughs> whatever it might be, but make it really specific. Uh, a common one might be that um, you might want to um, do a weight goal. So it could be instead of I just want to lose £5, you make it measurable, specific and say it by a time. So it could be uh, instead of saying I want to lose £5, you can say 
I want to weigh 10 stone, two pounds by the 5th of June, 2023, whatever it might be. So it's really crucial to be specific, um, but write down that goal. That's the real cool, cool key thing. The second thing is to tell a friend about your goal. So you've got your goal written down. So tell a friend. That then becomes a bit of accountability then. So tell a friend about your goal. Find a supportive friend or colleague and tell them your goal. And uh, when you do this, then obviously it makes it more real because you're then putting it out into the world. Like I shared on this podcast uh, a few months ago, I wanted to get this podcast in the top 10 and to do a TED Talk. Working on it, guys. Working on it. Uh, And then obviously telling someone about it also can add an element of fear. But it's great because then you get to share it because you might have a a friend that might be able to help you achieve that goal. And the third thing is then to set up a regular system of accountability where you might be able to check in with your friends each week. So if if anybody, if the listeners want to do that with me and you want to WhatsApp me your progress, then... Great. This is one of the main reasons I started a mastermind earlier on this year to add a bit of accountability to share in that group of the goals each month, what we were working to. We didn't do it on a weekly basis, but we did it on a monthly base. So free best practices, write down your goal. Uh, obviously, that, that has to be there. That's got to be a must. It's got to be easy, that one. Number two is tell a friend about your goal. And then number three is to set up a regular system of accountability. Now, for the best practices for them, those three things there, um, really include in that how much and by when. So like I just shared a little bit about the the, the money thing and also for, um, like example, the weight thing, uh, it's really important to add those two elements in your goal, how much and by when. Because without it, like we said earlier on, the goal is too vague. So example, if you want to own a new house, um, think about where is that house? What kind of house is it? How much is the house worth? How many bedrooms does it have? How many bathrooms does it have? How many garages? I was going to say garages there. I was starting to get a little bit American there. Apologies. Uh, garages. Um, but how much means writing a specific measurable quantity, such as the number of. Uh, to give you an example, like this one, I listened to this. This is quite funny from uh, an audio book on NLP by Richard Bandler, where someone in his seminar said that they wanted to lose weight bit too vague. It doesn't say how much, it doesn't say by when. Um, so he says, well, great, cool. Just give me your right arm. I'm just going to go get my chainsaw and I'll chop it off. There you go. That'll be some weight loss. <laughs> I love that. Now, obviously it's really important to make sure that it is specific. So you could say, uh, I want to lose 12 pounds of weight. That's getting better. But another useful way might be, um, I would like to weigh 10 stone, seven pounds by 8 a.m. on the 9th of September this year. That makes it more specific, but also really, really clear. And that's that's the real key here of what we need to do. Three examples here I'll share with you in, in the book. Um, and when Jack talks about a good idea, then written as a goal. So if you've got an idea right now of a goal, let's say um, like in the book here, it says someone here is I want to start my own business. That is a good idea, really good idea. But written as a goal to make that a bit more specific by adding the how much and by when you would change that to. I will launch my new business with a business um, with a business account, or, or it could be a, a, a yeah a business name and a website by six pm on the tenth of November this year. Okay, uh, another one could be that um, I want to be more kind and positive. Um, so it could be um, written as a goal. I will say something positive to uh, each of my friends at least once a day for the next thirty days. And then the last one, as the example in the book, is. I want to own a home on the ocean. Now, a lovely thing that would be, but I will own a three and a half thousand square foot house on Shoreline Street in Portland, Maine by 12 noon, April 3rd for next year. As you can kind of see here, what's happening is it, we're turning those good ideas, which um, you can then make it into a more specific goal by including the how much and by when. So 
thinking about your goal uh, and then just working on those areas and thinking, how do you make it more specific and maybe a time based? Now, obviously, at this point, um, this does sound like a lot like the SMART model, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timed. And I would highly recommend going back to listen to my interview with David Heiner, which is episode 54, How to Set Massive Goals, Not Smart Goals with David Heiner. It's a great episode and it's all about setting huge, unbelievably big goals. Um, But it really does have an element into this that will work with these goals as well. All right. So obviously now you've got a bit of those um, those specifics, you may need to pause this episode, go back to episode 77. If you didn't write down in your journal, go back to episode 77, listen to the decide on what you want episode. If you've already done that, then, um, you know, look at those areas that you talked about before. So write down key categories of your life. So it could be finances, health. Another area could be well-being. It could be possessions you want to own. It could be relationships, marriage goals like mine. Hopefully, yes, in two weeks' time. Well, hey. And so, yeah, so think about what that looks like and then how do you make those ideas in those areas a little bit more specific and uh, a little bit more measurable. All right. Now, this might seem like a lot. You might say, well, Ricky, I've got 10 areas that I'm looking at here. My career, I'm looking at my finances, I'm looking at my health and my well-being. That's quite a lot for me to focus on. And if you are quite new to uh, goal setting, a really simple and easy way would be to just set three goals. So maybe review your areas that you covered in that last episode. So if your health is one of the most important, maybe finances, maybe a career, you've got something going on uh, in your career or even in your business, then just break it down into the three most important areas and then just set three goals that could be achieved in maybe one to three months. And, And that's a really, really good example. All right. Now, um, for patrons of this podcast, I will be releasing actually a, a live video in the patron community, which I'm going to share my own goals that I use these principles back in 2021 to prove that this does work. And as I mentioned earlier on in this episode, three to four of them have already been achieved. And just by using this strategy, and um, one of them is a finance goal of how much I wanted to earn each month in my business. The second is a qualification goal, which I passed, which is the NLP Foundation Skills Diploma, which is part of my, uh, my my future of what I'm building in. And the other is a weight goal. And then the fourth one is the TED one, which was a little bit of a big one, but obviously I'm working towards that as well. So I'm going to put that into the patrons. So if you are a member already, then head over to the link in the show notes or search for the Unlocked Podcast on patreon.com and you can join for as little one pound or three pound a month which is just a cup of coffee or a cup of tea put that to one side a month and you get loads and loads of cool little videos of behind the scenes videos content early access to the episodes and some extra juicy content as well which is worth three pounds a month it's brilliant so yeah so this is it really so this is obviously about the principle of unleashing the power of goal setting as we've kind of covered here the real key things here is to think about making things a bit more specific and measurable that will then help your vision become a reality so What can you do to turn your good idea um, to make it into more specifics? Example, if you want to lose some weight, that isn't, it's just too vague. So you need to then really process it and say, I want to be specific here and I want to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to weigh 10 stone, three pounds on the 12th of December, 2022. Really include that for of the how much and by when. And remember those best three practices here like we discovered in that research group is to write down the goal you must write down that goal stick it in front of you tell a friend about a goal make some accountability and then set up that regular system of accountability so then you can report your results each week 
I do that in my mastermind group. We talk about our goals and what we set and what we achieve. And it really helps out. I don't do it every week, but every month we meet and we decide and talk about what are those goals. Um, and we, we're constantly aware of it. We, we know what's going on. So that's it, really. So that's this principle covered. Uh, really, really simple. But I, I want to hear from you. So obviously tell me um, what are your goals? Because this is really cool. This this whole thing about the review and the success principles, I've gone through it myself uh, and I'd like to hear that from you. So tell me what are your goals and what are the specific steps in those goals to make your vision become a reality this year? So I want to know, email me or contact me on social media. You can find me at Ricky Lock uh, on LinkedIn or you can find me on social media at Ricky Lock Magic or even get in touch at info at rickylock.co.uk. Send me an email. Because the next principle we're going to cover is what we want is see what you want and get what you see, which is also all about using affirmations and visualizations. And I'll be sharing um, a little bit of a sneak preview of some of the affirmations that I use and a picture of the uh, visual uh, vision board that's sitting in front of me right now as I record this episode. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and let me know. Head over to Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, leave us a review, tell us what you think. As always, thank you to the huge, huge support of the patrons of this podcast. Sherry Brenton, Anthony Howe, Steve McDermott, Chris Lovett, Rory Barnes and our new Patreon member, which is Jasmine Barnes. Thank you for your continued support. As always, a pleasure listening, uh, well, pleasure sharing this with you. I hope you're enjoying this mini series. Don't forget there are interviews every two weeks, give or take, depending on if I'm on my holiday or if I'm on a wedding, which I will be soon. But yes, there's plenty of content for you to check back into. But yeah, go back and listen to the other episodes if you've not listened to this. And you've also got that episode with David Hine as well. Links are in the show notes. But yes, thank you so much. And uh, good luck unlocking the best version of yourself. And I'll see you um, next week, every Wednesday, for another episode of the Unlocked Podcast. Thanks for listening. Good luck. Goodbye.